Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Matt Taylor. Welcome to Spitball. I'm here with my good buddy, Kyle Amundsen. And as you can see, we are flying solo today. We were going to go uh, to Open City Thrift and uh, do a little podcast, but uh, something uh, came up with uh, Stephen, so they weren't able to make it, but that's okay. Is it solo if it's two of us? Oh, wait. I don't know. Duo? Tandem? We're going tandem. Hmm, I like that. No. As long as I'm not, as long as I don't have to be strapped to you and, and uh, uh, jump out of an airplane. Have you? Have I ever told that story on here? Do you know the story about me jumping out of an airplane? I'm still hurt because you don't want to be strapped to me <laughs> in or out of an airplane. Um, no, no, you have not. You never heard that story. Okay, no. I'll tell, we'll just start off with a little story time. So uh, this was back in the early days of the Eclectic Cafe. Um, Jess, uh, wife Jess, not girlfriend Jess, uh, we, had, we had only been together probably three, four months, and my good buddy Eric Reisenen, um, who has uh, since passed away, and I'll, I'll mention how that happened too, because this is kind of plays into it. Um, but he and, a, and Elijah Kramer and you know, a couple other crazy people, um, they started really getting into skydiving. And uh, they called me up one day and said, hey, uh, Eric calls me and says, hey, you want to you wanna come and, and do a skydive with us? We're, we got a couple of other people that are going to go for the first time. And, you know, it's something you've said you've always wanted to do. And I was like, fuck, yeah, man, that sounds great. Um, so we go up to uh, uh, Hibbing. And we go to this airfield and everything, and, you know, you get this, like, kind of about a 20-minute, like, course where they kind of explain to you, you know, like, how it's going to happen and what you're going to do and everything like that. And, you know, they explain that if you, you know, you we're going to jump out and you're strapped tandem to this guy, and then, you know, you're going to free fall for a little bit, and then he's going to pull the, the, the first, you know, the, the cord, and then your parachute will open, and, and then you'll have about a, you know, about three minutes and of, of, of going, and you'll hit the ground, and everything will be fine. And if by some chance there's something fucked up, then they that they'll cut away that chute, and then they'll open the secondary chute, and your your ride will be a little shorter, but you know it'll be it'll be fine. Somewhere along the way, they told me that if you just jumped out and you and you land and you didn't pull your chute, that it would take you about 45 seconds before you hit the ground, and the likelihood would not be good of you surviving. So I go up there, and my other uh, friend Damon Kaler. Um, do you remember Damon at all? I don't think so. I don't think so. He he his girlfriend was gonna was jumping for the first time, so he was there and he was he had a video camera. So there's like a video uh, of this somewhere, and I really need to find it. It's on high eight. So <laughs> anyway, that puts a date on it. So we go up there, and me and uh, I can't remember his girlfriend's name for the life of me right now, but we're the two that are in there, and we each have an instructor, and I am uh, with a guy named Mike, and Mike was a big dude, you know muscular you know not you know but just just a big dude and uh so we you know get there and you know you you know doors open and everything and i i do all this stuff and stick my leg on the plane and he's like okay on three one two three boom we jump out and fucking go into free fall and it's super fucking cool it's one of the coolest you know 11 seconds of my life and then we pull he pulls the shoe the cord now we're still strapped together at this point and the shoot is in what I was informed um, of afterward uh, called a cigarette roll. So it was basically all curled up. Not good. You can't land that way. And you start, and I started whipping around like my feet out like this and we're still all strapped together. <clears throat> and I'm, but, but, but it's not like, uh, it's still pretty loud, but I could kind of talk to him and I'm like, Mike, are we, um, this ain't good. And he's like, nope, it's not good. He's totally calm, calm as a cat. 
he, he said, I'm going to have to cut away and roll to play or secondary shoot. And I said, okay, good. All right, do it. <clears throat> and he was having some issues. <laughs> he couldn't quite get, I don't know exactly. Um, but I started to get a little, little freaked out. Understandably so. And he, he's like, I can't quite reach it. And I'm like, I'll, I'll fucking reach it. And I started trying reaching for it. Anyway, he ends up cutting away. Boom, go back into free fall. And our second shoot opens up. And our second shoot was a partial deploy. So it wasn't, so it was like, it's a seven cell shoot and it was like twisted once and then one part was folded in. So it's, it's slowing us down, but it's not great. Right. And we're still doing that fucking crazy spinning thing. And, and I'm like, Mike, this ain't good. Are we okay? And he says, I swear to God, he says, I'll tell you once we hit the ground. That's not what you want to hear from the fucking guy you're jumping with. And uh, so then, then he gives me these two toggles, and he's like, "Okay, you need to, you need to like pull these and da 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 da." And I, it was, I think it was called a hard break. <clears throat> Don't uh, any of you guys who are really into to. Uh, I I told this story to uh, um, uh, Tuma, and he was like, mm, "No." he like disagreed with different things I was saying. And I'm like, I don't care that it, that wasn't called a heartbreak or whatever. <laughs> it's the story, but it really happened. There's even fucking video of it. So I grab these two things and I have to pull them down. I have to pull basically our combined weight, you know, through a pulley system divided by something or whatever, but it's heavy. And I got these things and, I, and he's like, okay, now pull as hard as you can pull as hard as you can. And I'm pulling as hard as I can. And I fucking, I can't do it. I just, I'm, I can't, I'm not strong enough. And he screams in my ear, you bullet or we are going to fucking die. <laughs> and man, <laughs> it's amazing what you can pull. When somebody's telling you, you're going to fucking die. If you don't, you're going to fucking die. And I pulled that fucking thing and I got it down. And then like, we're still cruising pretty fast. And we're maybe 50 feet off the ground by the time I get these down and the, the, there's like a gust of wind and we start skipping off the ground. Right. And because we're kind of going sideways and he tries to time it and he cuts away the second shoot away, like on one of the skips, but he doesn't make it quite right. So we go, boom, boom, Oh, and grind into the ground. Still completely strapped to get together. We're never. We've never even like. Because usually you're you. They undo it, and I fucking jump up, or like he unstraps us or whatever. And then I jump up, and then I look at him. I like take like ten feet, steps away, and I look at him, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah. Are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then I just fucking ran at him and jumped on him and like <laughs> hugged him and my legs wrapped around him. <laughs> and, uh, and then, okay. So then, but the, here's the funny part. Well, I, I, it's all kind of funny, but my, my buddy, Damon Kaler, whose girlfriend jumps at the same time is filming it. So this is what the film looks like. He's looking up and he's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Matt's out of the airplane and there's Jill. We'll say. I had, no, I know that wasn't her name, but, and he goes, oh, it looks like Matt's in trouble. Jill's okay. 
Where did Matt go? <laughs> I was on the ground. <laughs> so like, if you just jump and fucking go straight down, you just—it's like forty-five seconds. We were only in the—we were from jumping out of the airplane to hitting the ground. We were only up for like a minute and ten seconds, or some crazy shit like that. Like we didn't get to slow down very much, but didn't even break a bone. It was fucking amazing. And then the next, I was, I mean, I was just elated. All, every, all my fucking friends were like thinking, it, they were like, thought it was the greatest thing in the world, you know, because I didn't die, you know, because <laughs> I, I like got as close as possible without dying. And they were like, that was like the best and whatever. And I felt really good about it. And I felt, you know, whatever. And I get home and I, I went to sleep that night. And, but when I woke up the next day, I like fucking couldn't move. Like my entire body was bruised. I had pulled all of the muscles in my arm and in my back and just, I was just fucked up. And I mean, it was a couple of days before I was even like capable of really walking. You know? <laughs> and, uh, and then my buddy Eric calls me up and he's like, dude, we got another one scheduled. Are you in? And this is going to, another, another glimpse into the time period I'm on the phone on my desk <laughs> and I was like dude I'm in man I'm fucking in I'm in yeah I'm in and I, I hang up the phone and I'm fucking just start a shaking you know <laughs> and after that I have like I have never been like afraid of heights I've always been just crazy as far as heights go and after that man I fucking had a hell of a time just climbing a goddamn step ladder and I've since caught over it I've like whatever I mean I painted the barn out at the farm in St. Matthias and at one point I was up on like a lift you know 70 feet in the air and like stretched out trying you know painting with a fucking paintbrush so I can do it but I've never not lost that like that 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 fear I mean there's definitely a trauma response <clears throat> and then and I, I think I have talked about this a little bit before because he was my DM um, also but Eric went on to become like an adventurer. I mean, for a while he was like a, he had a, like a company where he brought people out on, on fucking extreme adventures, rock climbing, skydiving, all this crazy shit. And he ended up becoming a helicopter pilot and became a really fucking good helicopter yeah, pilot. Yeah, you mentioned him before. And then he ended up getting in a situation where he was flying some guys, uh, repairing high um, voltage lines. And he ended up having to make a choice between like ditching the copter or the guys. And he ditched the copter and ended up passing away. But I'm not going to tear up on that one. But because I've talked about it before, it's cool. But it was just, you know, that fucking guy was crazy. And uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, jumping out of airplanes. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Don't do it. I've so, never been tempted. Yeah. I, you can, I would never want to do it now. Yeah. But I, I have a lot of friends that I mean, you know, Jared, Jared McKinney. Yeah, man. That crazy fucker. Has, that crazy fucker jumped out of a, of a, uh, uh, from um, helium balloons. Do you remember when he did that? No. We gotta have that nut. <clears throat> that seems like on. a bad idea. It was a ridiculously Just bad idea. Going up in a fucking hot air balloon is a bad idea anyway. Well, this know. was, this was fucking bizarre. He went up with helium balloons. They were like giant helium balloons, and all tied together like you know like the kind of thing that you would like pennywise the clown would have or whatever but like big ones and then they were all strapped in and then he fucking you know and then this was out at um 
well, it's Paul Bunyan now, but back then it was uh, this old farm or whatever. Yeah. And they like pulled the cord and then he went shooting off and got up there and it was like a super duper high level jump. And um, I did a bunch of video work on it and yeah, it's pretty crazy. Not this fucking guy. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm Besides, good. I don't know if there's enough helium out there for me. <laughs> yeah. There probably isn't, man. It's like there's there's like a helium fucking crisis or something, isn't there? <laughs> I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So what do you what do you have on your list? Anything uh, you, you want know, to get I've into? I've got so much shit. Um but it's just the same old stuff. Um, you know. Uh let's see. Uh, oh, we did. Uh, so we talked about uh, having the girls back on in April. Yeah, um, that's an upcoming thing. Um, you know, we've got a plan far ahead. It's really like uh, <sighs> more goes into getting guests in here than than uh, than I think people realize. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts, and and we're lazy. That too, right? So you combine you also those two. Realize not that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I had I did. Uh, so this weekend, um, Josh shared with me an old, uh, a couple of year old uh, uh, Yelp review um, from that, uh, from Zarbus. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and uh, it was one. I think um, I'm pretty sure, like one of the guys in the group, they were um, they were. I think his name was Biff or Tad <laughs> or Biff Tad. I'm pretty sure his dad was a lawyer. Um, and uh, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I introduced him to um, the owner uh, because he was, you know, he was adamant that he wanted to talk to a manager for a second. Then I'm like, absolutely. I would love to introduce you because they were mad because they got carded. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, And you know, they were 20 somethings, you know, that's, I mean, real people don't actually get mad when you card them because they're at a bar. Right. Um, But these guys were mad because they got carded. Um, They were already inside uh, and uh, when like when we come on, we'll card the people that are inside and stuff. You right, know. right, right. Because you guys um, don't come on like they're open. Yeah, and then you guys come on at Bef- nine, way before 10 we get whatever. There, yeah. yeah. And uh, so they were they were offended, um, and uh, uh, one one woman got particularly pissy, um, and then the one guy wanted to speak to a speak to a manager or something. I'm like, I'll I'll introduce you to the owner. This is gonna be fucking great. And uh, yeah. Um, you know, and the owner did kind of laugh in the guy's face, uh, you know, because he was being a bitch. And um, uh, we did, uh, we got this uh, shitty Yelp review. Now, we don't get like legit, like if somebody was like, uh, you know, I thought they were rude, um, you know, like somebody told an off color joke or, you know, like, you know, but it's always shit like, I was throwing pieces of pizza at the bartender and then one of the security guys threw me out <laughs> or uh, um, they carted me. Or like you like yeah yeah well they they kicked me out I'm like uh, you had a fake ID and uh, you know like shit like it's always yeah. like super really stupid shit like that, um, and this chick like tried to like be all like she just tried to get pissy and insulting and shit in her Yelp review which was spelled fucking horribly, uh, and uh, I can't even read my own writing here Yelp and yeah uh, entitled aunt, oh that doesn't say aunt. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's entitled kind. Oh, I'm entitled kind. Um, but uh, no, uh, I dropped my glasses on. Uh, sorry, my aunts are all wonderful. Um, but uh, yeah, just fucking. I, I'm re- I'm reading it and I'm getting, you know, like, and I just look back on that shit and I just fume. 
because this whole the whole entitled fucking like attitude fucking pissy like the Yelp review thing like you know if you like write reviews like that you're probably a fucking cunt you know if you know somebody that writes reviews like that you I'm pretty sure you can take their life and that's justifiable um it's justifiable I, I don't think there's a court in the land that would uh um you know that that would that would uh convict um, because people like that just shouldn't be able to fucking walk around, you know. Like, you know, um, and we're so spoiled up here. <clears throat> like when I was down, I went to a fight one time in the cities, and then afterward we went to a club, and you know was like down down there, and I don't remember what the place was, but it was it was a real nice place with bottle service and everything like that, dude. To get in, I had to show my ID. I mean, I'm forty years old. They took a picture of me and my ID. I got frisked and then they let me in and they don't just like, they take your ID, they turn it over, they read the back. They don't want, they won't let you, like you have to have a valid ID. Um, they're looking and I actually asked the guy, I said, that's, I mean, I said, I'm totally cool with it, but why do you guys? And they said, um, um, you might have a restriction on your driver's license. It might say not allowed to be in an alcohol establishment. So then we can't let you in. I was like, Oh, nobody's ever I mean I fucking own a bar nobody's ever mentioned that you know what I mean well the restrictions <laughs> like the place is not liable for that's like, true like, the but they were that. like no we just don't fuck with it yeah we don't, I can, with it. We don't want we don't want people we don't want people that are gonna be yeah uh, that's you know, that's, that's one of the reasons that we look because so that we know who we're dealing with and right. then we you know make, make a more informed decision on who we let in and who we don't right um, and then they even like snapped a picture of us like so that they could prove later that if they needed to that they that i had showed up i like that that's a legit place with professional fucking security it was super pro and i fucking of course i had a knife on me never even occurred to me you know to not carry a knife i mean it's just i carry a knife all the time but they were cool they just took it and said we'll grab it keep it on your way out i was like oh okay yeah thanks man sorry about that yeah we do the same thing um yeah but i mean i've worked places with you know with metal detectors wands and shit like that you know i mean and, and i that shit's great some of the shit people get upset about, you know, like right. fucking having to produce their ID. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you're fucking 22, by the way. You know, you right. piece of shit. Right. Fuck. Seriously, uh, you want to ID me? Oh, what? my God. You know, oh, fucking. But I'm hot. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that. make you old. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Honey, you're a six and a half at best. Sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> That's my, that's my, if I'm going to, if I'm like rude back to somebody at the door, you know, like that's my favorite people to be rude to, you right. know, the fucking, the girl that thinks that she's too hot to fuck with, you right. know, like just, uh, you're a six and a half at man. best. Yeah. And that's a scale of one to a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got, uh, pretty fired up this week, uh, over a Facebook post. Yeah. And I, um, I don't usually do that. I don't usually go down the rabbit hole, but um, I was reading an, I, 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 somebody posted an article on Facebook um, uh, from uh, the New York Times about how um, universal health care, how, you know, Medicare for all may actually like save money. Yeah. And I read the article and I was like, Jesus, this is pretty fucking interesting. I've always had kind of mixed feelings about the idea of universal health care. 
only in the sense that I didn't think it would be affordable. Like I f- didn't think we could possibly make it work. You know, like it's just too goddamn much money. Yeah, and you, until you, th- you know, until you compare us with, you know, companies that uh, countries you know, like, n- where they negotiate with drug companies. And, you know, There's a like bunch that. of different issues. Yeah, that yeah, can go right down the line. Many reasons that it could save and money. Read the read the article. Was really interested, and then posted it and just said almost exactly that i said actually I, I i have it i said i i print this fucking thing out and i used a highlighter i said uh this is worth the read uh last week tonight what also did an interesting show on the subject um i've always had mixed feelings about uh medicare for all i've always thought the idea was great um but i thought it would be far too expensive turns out i don't know shit posted the article it went fucking crazy i had first of all I may know some stupid people. You don't realize how many fucking dimwits you've got on your Facebook until you post something like that. That is true. That is true. We're going to get into some of them. And some of them I'm going to call out by name. <laughs> um, the, one, one of the things that came up right away um, was from my friend Dave. And, and his, and his um, comment was you know, pretty, pretty good. Um, he, he said his biggest concern, though, is that the government... Um, is going to be the one to control this program, and they haven't done a great job with the VA. Why would they be able to do a good job with with um, with um, um, universal health care? There have been some <coughs> hiccups with the VA, but overall, yep. And I've had some um, dealings with the VA because my dad was a was a vet, and um, there's been some good parts and some bad parts, and there yep. has de- been some definite waiting issues with the VA and some other things. Um, yeah, the waiting <clears throat> issue. Um, you know, I like it was months. I waited like I waited months to have my wrist surgery and stuff. You know, right. like oh, imagine the fucking nightmare if I have to wait for a fucking surgery. Right, right. Tid babies. Uh, one of the issues that I think the VA faces is that they are not the only healthcare option for a veteran. They're like. They're not, they, they, like a veteran has the right to use the VA, right? Um, but the VA, if, if, if the VA can get them to go see their, you know, their regular physician with not, not being in the system, they save money. And so there's a lot of like weird things about the VA. If it, if the VA was the only healthcare system, then it would be, I think, a different story. Plus, the VA fucking does some great shit and helps a ton of people. My dad, uh, has received, wonderful care uh, through the VA. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, when he first um, started going uh, to the VA clinic in St. Cloud, uh, there was an incident. Um, and it was bad enough that my family kept it from me so that I didn't do anything rash um, because I'm very protective I mean, I'm a very patient guy. You know, I'm known for right. like being calm, cool, and collected. But you're definitely, when it comes to my folks, yeah, I can see you being not Papa Bear. That calm, cool, and collected. Right. So they kept that from me, um, and eventually told me, and <laughs> for, it was legitimate. You know, I would have been mad, um, un- maybe unreasonably so. Uh, but uh, after that, uh, the care that he's received, like over the year, I mean, years and years and years of care, have been wonderful. Right. Very happy. Right. So. Right. Know. One bad thing doesn't necessarily mean that. So yeah. their anecdotal evidence versus my anecdotal evidence, you know, like I'm inclined to say, fuck that. 
So another thing that people keep bringing up is that if, you know, if uh, universal health care is so fucking good, then why does everybody from Canada and um, the UK like hate their health care system? Um, you know, that's absolutely not true. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, it's a bullshit argument. And people are saying, oh, I knew a lot of people from Canada and, it, you know. No, you, you fucking don't. You're you, just saying that because that's what you say. You might know a Canadian, and that Canadian might not like the universal healthcare system. But that does not mean that Canadians don't like the universal healthcare system or that people from the UK don't like the universal healthcare system. As a matter of fact, for the most part, they fucking love it. Yeah. How many, uh, how many Canadians do you think would trade us systems? So I have a story <laughs> that I like to... Hmm. I have a story I like to tell about this a friend of mine a friend of mine that's not actually accurate a guy that I've met a few times um, um, very tough fighter Joe Dirksen uh, Canadian he and Brock were fighting on the same car down in uh, in Minneapolis one time and uh, Joe won his fight super tough dude um, he actually fought for the world champion in the UFC back oh. in uh, one uh, 185 pound world champion back in the day. so he was really really tough but I mean you know, I mean, he's he's probably pushing fifty now. Broke his hand uh, in the fight, and his hand did not look good. <laughs> I mean, it did not look good at all. It was fucking huge, small, horrible. And we're at the in the bar that night. And basically, he's waiting to get paid, um, which is pretty common in fights. You sit around wait forever to get fucking paid, and um, having a beer. And he's and I'm like, dude, your hand does not look good. You know, he's got like a bag of ice on it. And I'm like, you should probably see a doctor. And he's like, uh, no fucking way. And I was like, uh, what, what do you mean? He goes, no, I'll wait to get home. And I'm like, what? But don't you live in Canada? And he's like, yeah, where they will fix my hand for free. If I fucking go to the doctor here, I'll probably never be able to come back to this country. Because I'm not going to pay that fucking I'm not going to pay, a, you know, an emergency room bill and so on and so forth. And and I I was I was dung dung up at the time dunged up dinged dinged is dinged the past tense of dunged I don't know I had a, I had a bum knee at the time well dung is poop yeah I had a poop knee and I uh, I just happened to have some uh, like twenty five hundred milligram like anti inflammatory ibuprofen ish type things on me <laughs> and I was like Joe do you want one of my pills and he's like I don't usually take pills from guys at the bar but yes please <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I feel like even in a drugged state I could defend myself with one hand for me <laughs> right oh he wasn't worried about me um okay and then my sister uh Shelly the fact checker of the show of course um she she raised a point she said um uh she said we're, they're talking about how long wait times are in other countries. And she says uh, to the guy, I'm not going to say his name, um, is, it, is it really any better here? Um, seriously, and this might be too much information, uh, but a two-week wait to see my general pac- practitioner for a bladder infection, and at one point there was no neurologist within, 60 mile, within a 60-mile radius when I needed one. Now it's been a couple of months wait to see if there will be one in the area. And when he comes, he's the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) 
I mean, that's like a, you know, so everybody's like, oh, it's, I'm going to lose my choice and I'm going to lose my, like, all these wait times. The, the break, Fuck your choice. Do you have choice? <laughs> it's you fucking, know? it's a silly fucking, it's, it's a silly argument. Um, you know, try to get in to see a fucking ear, nose, and throat guy around here. Yeah. You're looking at months. Right. All right. So fucking stick that argument up, argument up your ass. And the other thing that people keep bringing up is that, like, well, everybody's going to lose their, their their insurance that they really like. No. Well, actually, I'm having a hell of a time finding anybody with insurance that they really like. Yeah. I Like, we have great insurance. Right. But it's still, still not. expensive. Yeah. It's, you know, fucking ridiculous. So this person um, said. And, and insurance companies butt fuck you on the whole, like, oh, well, you, you, no, you're good. Um, really? Because my doctor thinks I should stay here. No, you're good. Right, you know, right. Bye. Oh, right, like you, um, I know it comes up all the time um, when after people have a baby, after women have a baby, you know, it's like, oh, how long will your insurance pay for you to stay here? Oh, only one day? Okay, I'm sorry you're still bleeding from your vagina, but bye-bye, you know? So this this person says that uh, she pays $700 a month in insurance. Uh, this doesn't include the co-pays or the $9,000 deductible as well as most of her prescriptions. Uh, plus, my insurance can say, no, um, we aren't paying for that, even though they list the item as something that they do pay for. And this isn't uncommon, that people are paying like a huge chunk of their income in... Yeah. In I heard the argument. I also heard the argument uh, not too long ago that um, people that worked for these insurance companies might find themselves unemployed um, if, uh, if you know, if legislation like this passes. Right. Um, you know, which is fucked up. But then I think back to all the prison guards that were out of work when Auschwitz got shut down. Right. And I think that sometimes, um, you know, when you work for uh, the bad guys and then the good guys come along and clean something up, um, you know, then... Maybe, I don't know, you know, uh, maybe that argument doesn't really carry that much water either. I mean, I don't want anybody to be unemployed, um, but, you know, I do want fucking reasonable health care for fucking, you know. My question would be, is why are there that many people that work for insurance companies? I mean, that's a lot of fucking people who work for insurance companies. And why is it? Because... A huge chunk, and we're going to get into the real numbers, but a huge chunk of what we pay for as that's considered healthcare is exactly administration. that administration people people in insurance offices. Um, uh, an old friend of mine, Kathy Joe, Kathy Joe Kackman. I got a funny story about her, but I'm not going to get into it. Um, we she brought up uh, the point that just because we'd have universal healthcare doesn't mean that we wouldn't also have like specialists. People sure. could go to and pay money that's not covered by the Absolutely. For example, Joe Rogan brought up the other day that he um, had a bulge disc in his neck and was able to get this kind of uh, um, new treatment um, that was that's really only legal in, well, it became legal in the United States just a little bit ago, um, but it's not covered by any insurances, and it was, but it was perfected in Germany. And it's essentially where they take your blood out and then they separate the the uh, stem cells or whatever and do this reinjection thing okay and he's like it's expensive but i mean i can afford it 
and it fucking really helped. Um, that's probably not going to be something covered by the universal healthcare system. No, but... Um, but that doesn't mean that that clinic's you know, not going to still exist. Even if a person did go to Germany and get the procedure done, even if you can get it done in the United States. Um, I don't know if you've seen anything about this. Um, so other people have fact-checked it, and I looked into it myself. Um, but I had heard that uh, <clears throat> uh, to get a... What was it? A uh, hip replacement? Um, for the cost of getting a hip replacement done in the United States, you could travel to Spain... Live in Spain for a year, like live in Spain for a right. year, pay your bills, right. pay your, you know, like live there, um, get the surgery done and come back to the U.S. for less than when you can just get the surgery done right. here. Because it would cost three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand um, dollars or whatever it would cost to get a, to, to get hip replacement. And that's not being covered under their insurance, you right. know, I mean, that's just going there for medical tourism, which is, a, which is obviously a thing. People, everybody knows about this now. Um, you know, Bernie Sanders uh, going with people to Canada and shit like that uh, to buy medication. Right. Um, you know, well, people go to in, Mexico. Did you watch and, the last week tonight that they, they did on the I watched part thing? of it. There, there's a part in there where an insurance company is talking about how they're paying their their um, clients. You're giving them $500 and a plane ticket to go to yeah. San Diego. And then they get then they have a car there to pick them up and to bring to them Tijuana. to Tijuana to get a prescription filled. And then fly you back it's cheaper than for them to do that than it is to just buy the medication here in america which will come which i'm going to talk about in a sec because craig vensky pisses me off sometimes <laughs> i gotta tell you that motherfucker is sometimes well before we move on very, i gotta tell you there's pe there's a segment of the population people like me out there that you should not give 500 bucks to and send them to tijuana yeah right uh, of course right yeah <laughs> that you come back with yeah, Man. <laughs> they I, they better they probably should hold off on giving you that five hundred dollars after you get back from Tijuana, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and you came back, you don't even have your drugs, <laughs> right? I mean, I'd have drugs. Yeah, just not those you drugs. <laughs> but Craig pisses me off. My ass. Now I like Craig, and I know he's very smart, and I know that he like actually researches stuff, and he does his. But sometimes he's very fucking contrary, and just says shit. I think he just says shit to piss people off, and. Sometimes I think he's really wrong-minded about it. But he says, so one article and one news report changed your mind. No, motherfucker. It didn't. <laughs> I read an article and thought it was interesting and said, you should fucking read this, Craig. Where in that did I say this changed my mind? But since then... I've gone down the rabbit hole, the rabbit hole, and now I have a changed my mind. I am more passionate today about universal health care or health, uh, Med Medicare for all than I've ever been, and I know way more about it than I thought I could that I could possibly fit in this tiny little fucking brain. So, it's <laughs> for you, Craig. See, Craig and I kind of like uh, um, uh, avoid conversations on uh, about uh, stuff like that on Facebook. Uh, because I fucking love Craig. Um, a, a very thoughtful, wonderful friend. Um, a very smart guy. Uh, like kindred spirit and a lot of nerd things and stuff. Right. Um, but then we start talking on, like, there's certain subjects that we we get into, and all of a sudden I'm like, fuck you, motherfucker. He's like, what? Well, you know, and then, then you know, the end, we just, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes I'm being irrational, but sometimes I'm, yeah. Anyway, I, I believe, and I don't want to speak for Craig, but I believe that his point is is that he he's he he is kind of like a what do you call it? 
uh, where you don't want any government involvement. Uh, like libertarian? Libertarian. And I get it. But, yeah, let's just move on. Because now we get to talk about my fucking brother. So, my brother posts a picture that is a quote from Bernie Sanders. And it says, um, I do not think it is unreasonable to say that you should be able to go to the store without the fear of being gunned down. We can and we will end the epidemic of gun violence in this country. And then he posts underneath that. He, he never swears, but he says F that, which I would get to something. F that, that's the price we'd all pay. The price, like, so gun violence, the, the, the epidemic of gun violence being over is the price that we would pay? My, my response was um, um, we'd pay the price of ending the epidemic of gun violence in this country. Um, okay. Uh, that seems a little steep. Well, that sounds like a nightmare. But I guess a lack of gun violence. If everyone gets health care, <laughs> it's probably worth it. Also, something that a lot of people don't appreciate because lately he's been kind of, you know, I mean, he's been politicking. But if you look back historically, um, Bernie has gotten high marks from the gun lobby. Yeah, he's because he is not an anti-gun guy. Yeah, he has gone along with like, you know, basically he's kind of gone along with popular opinion on that um, recently um, because it's popular opinion and, and it's fucking if rational. You're running for office and it's rational, then maybe you should go with it. But, but don't expect him. Like if you want, if you like, if you want to vote for a democratic candidate, that is the least gun grabbiest, then go with Bernie because up until he had to say, yeah, I'm okay with that. He's just, Oh, it's just not been a thing for him. Look into it. I, yeah. Now I feel like saying that is not, is not completely correct because I don't think that Bernie has even recently been like, I'm going like, he hasn't even, he hasn't even been like gun grabby recently. He's just what I'm, this is what I'm going to say about Bernie. As far as I can see that, um, um, gun control has never been a issue that he has been passionate about. Not at all. He's never written a bill, um, to like, you know, like curb gun violence or anything like that. Um, so that's just his record now. But let me just quite say this. If, if we, if it, if there's a trade, like I have to give up my right to have an Uzi and also get universal health care, you can take my fucking Uzi. Okay. I think it's okay. Right. And, and, nowhere in we there is no in my opinion real will to change the second amendment in in our country and we're gonna get into that because there's something else coming up but just i, I kind of have to, i gotta kind of go through for, for this flow but yeah my brother's a fucking moron is really what that boils down to um and basically that is a classic straw man argument right absolutely so a straw man argument is when you say when i say hey I think we should have universal health care. And you say, but then they'll take our guns. Wait, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Mm. 
Aunts. Okay. I highlighted a whole bunch in that argument, but I realized I've already said everything I really need to say about my, my fucking brother. I feel like you should be turning those pages with more authority. Okay. My brother has a tattoo on his forearm that he designed himself. Fuck it. I mean, <laughs> spitballing. And it is a tattoo of the Statue of Liberty with a gun, with a pistol, draped in the American flag, holding a baby. And it says, never come between a mother and her child. Will you fucking explain that to me, please? Like C-O-M-E or (laughs) C-U-M? Because either seems plausible given the <laughs> the rest of the data that you've provided me with. <coughs> I like your brother. You do? I do. Um, when? Huh? Why? I don't know. He seems friendly. He's an idiot. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I know a lot of friendly idiots, but I, I don't know. I like him. Um, yeah, my, I, you probably like him too. I mean, he's your brother. Yeah, but, I'm a little uh, pissed at him right now. But. I have a brother that I, I have a brother that's. Uh, um, actually, my brother blocked me on Facebook. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's coming. Um, but uh, I still love my brother. I mean, in, in fact, I fucking love hanging out with my brother. I, I'm just my bro- everything about my. I love everything about my brother. We just don't like each other on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't have unfriended. I wouldn't have unfriended him. I wouldn't have goddamn. I'm you know, I, or or blocked him. Um, I'll see like you know I'll comment on something in my family like like we'll be we'll both be joking about the same thing on something on my fam like some family members like Facebook post or whatever. And like, and I'll, the only reason that I'll know is they'll be like, Oh, both of you boys are so blah, blah. And I'm like me and this invisible person. That I can't <laughs> see, you know, that is but, a, uh, that's a bizarre thing when you're blocked. Yeah, yeah, it really is. You know, the whole invisible thing. And I'm like, you could have just unfollowed me motherfucker. You know, like whatever. But, uh, that's all right. My brother's awesome. He just, you know, yeah. Another person brought up the idea that having the government have control over the healthcare system is probably going to lead to things like mandatory flu vaccinations and mandatory vaccines, and that's a slippery slope, and we are going to like lose our right to like choose our like what we do with our body. And I am a big proponent of choice. I um. It seems super weird that the government would ever tell somebody what they could do with their body. It seems wrong. Like hmm. the abortion, like issue. overturning Roe versus Wade. But but you know you know I'm not a fucking constitutional scholar or anything, right? Um, but thus far, I and all of the research and reading that I've done, I've I've read nothing at all about mandatory flu shots. But the truth is that I wouldn't really even be opposed to that as long as the science was solid. And like they, they were, and, and you, you could say like, this is, this is something that, um, well, I mean uh, the whole like, uh, herd immunity thing and shit. Like if you have to, like if your kid, if they have to force vaccinations on your kid to keep my kid from dying from fucking a disease that we fucking already like pretty much eradicated because of vaccinations 
I don't give a fuck. Right. All right. Fuck your kid. So like, fuck, I mean, okay, not fuck your kid. We're talking fuck about you, though. Fuck you and your fucking ignorant goddamn. Talking about uh, and we and we have brought this up with with Sam. Um, there's a huge difference between vac anti-vaxxers and people who don't do the flu shot. And I think there oh, might yeah. there's some wiggle room on the flu shot. There yeah, might be certainly. some arguments both way. If if they were able to prove the science, that's good. But I don't think it's okay for people to opt out of vaccines for religious exemption or anything like that. I think that's fucking bullshit. Not if you're going to be around other humans. Go live on a fucking island right. somewhere. If you want to you know? do that, that's totally fine. But you don't get to go to public school. Yep. You don't get to. You don't get to go to the fucking mall. You know. Maybe you get branded on your fucking forehead. I don't know. Uh, you know, and I don't want fucking. You know, and I don't want as. I don't want this. Like, I don't want my kid getting the measles. I don't want your kid getting the measles. I just want you to be fucking reasonable, like I am about it. Um, <laughs> don't be a fucking idiot. But but we're talking about the flu shot thing. Yeah, so the I flu get, shot thing. But but the, let, let's just say let people. You know, thought experiment though. Okay. Sure. The. Science is solid, and I'm not saying it is, but let's say that the science is solid, that the flu shot is actually going to reduce the amount of people that get the flu, and, and that is, this is this, the science is solid now, okay? This is a thought experiment. I am okay with the government saying, we're gonna, we want y'all to get the flu shot. We'll pay for it. Um, and if you opt not to get the flu shot, then you're opting not to participate in having universal health care because we're not going to pay for you when you get the fucking flu. That's the point. The point is, as you're saying, this is going to preemptively... That sounds more like a slippery slope than the other thing, though. The thing is, though... Well, That's like saying, oh, you're a drug addict? Well, fuck you. You know, like... Mm, I hear what you're saying. Well, like, you're a smoker? But, we're not going to treat your lung cancer. Well... Now, Which might actually be legit, more legit than the goddamn flu shot thing. I don't know. There's some other things I think that that we have to talk about when we talk about the entirety, the entire cost of of healthcare. But I'm just saying I'm not super opposed to that slippery slope. I'm not. I don't want complete. Con, I don't want the government to have complete control over healthcare, but or, uh, over my healthcare choices. But if they are paying for it, yeah, and. and or if we are paying for it, we the people kind of get to decide what the best practices are. But and when it comes to things like fucking measles shots, you you fucking get them or you get the fuck out. And That's I am less worried about, um, you know, the government forcing me to fucking whatever. Like, <laughs> damn, another government-imposed proctological exam, son of a bitch. Well, right, but honestly, <laughs> Doctor Big Hands. Well, let's look at that. Um, but uh, I'm more worried about like all the fucking horrible shit that's happening to people. Like, I'm more worried about people like fucking going declaring bankruptcy and shit because of their medical bills, or being fucking put out in the goddamn street because of their medical bills, or dying because they couldn't receive a fucking operation that they needed and stuff like that. I'm more worried about that real world going on right now shit than I am about a fucking potential weird you know, dystopian fucking Orwellian goddamn reality where the government makes us get healthcare. Um, uh, and, I, and the thing is about the procto proctology exam, if the science says you should get a proctology exam when you're 40 years old, you should get a fucking proctology exam when you're 40 years old. And, and that should be, that should be 
part of the deal. Because yeah, I've even got my prostate really, checked. I should really get that. I done. haven't even. Yeah, that's what we'll but, check each other's. We'll, yeah. I'm sure there's a YouTube. I mean, video I check out there. it every morning. <laughs> I check it every morning, and I think it's fine. But uh, we'll go on Pornhub and see if we can figure out how to do each other's. If uh, <laughs> if uh, we'll make sure it's about it. So I can see a time period where, or a, a time where there are, um, there are required, um, uh, preventative things that the government that the that the government is going to require you to do because it will save in the long run. And the analogy that I like thought made the most sense is if you think of the universal health care system as like as like, um, or think of this as just like a little company. Right, and we have a fleet of vehicles, right? And all we want is to get these these fleet of vehicles to to run as long as they can, and so on and so forth. What, what do we? What? How do you do that? Right? You start a maintenance schedule, yep. and you require the oil to be changed at a certain amount of time, and you have all of the different things done. And you know, so when you go and buy, like I've like shopped for you know used vehicles a lot in my life, and if you look at like a pe- old Pepsi truck or something like that you know it's got like they got like three hundred ten thousand miles on them you know how the fuck do they have three hundred ten thousand miles on them routine maintenance baby routine maintenance they're doing the routine maintenance if you change the fucking oil the engines are gonna last longer and if you don't change the oil it's going to be far more expensive to replace the engine than it is to change the oil on a regular basis so the government so i actually find that a, a slippery slope that I want to slide down. I want us to do preventative medicine, and we're going to get into how come Americans don't. But this fucking person really pissed me off. <laughs> they said no science is ever settled. I with promise a, with a, you, I'm with, not going to fucking like with a happy face emoji. I'm coming for you, motherfucker. All right. I didn't say settled. I said solid. I get it that no science is ever is ever settled. But science is solid, all right? And that is a fucking asshole thing to say. So knock it off. I got upset about that one. Okay, I think I'm okay. Moving on. Find more authority when you turn those pages, damn it. Flip those motherfuckers. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. This is the big one. All right. Not a big one, but this is something that that everybody kept saying over and over again. If Medicare for all passes and you can go to the doctor for free, fuck people can go to the doctor all the time. That's all they're going to do. Imagine what a nightmare that would be. Yeah. If there's just people, a fucking doctor. Now, oh, I got a sniffle. I'm going to go to the doctor, right? Yep. Oh, I, I got a hangnail. Go to the doctor. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. All the fucking time. You know, going to the doctor kind of sucks. And besides, I think the people that they're mostly worried about probably are already on government health care anyway. Um, Maybe. And so, like, if you're worried about a tiny, tiny, minute little percentage of people who enjoy going to the doctor... Um, abusing the even system, if it's everybody there's probably something that can be done about that like hmm but if you go, they look at your chart and if they see like too much shit like then maybe you have trouble getting an appointment or maybe there's something fucking more official that they're you know okay but kyle going to the doctor is not expensive it doesn't 
cost, if it's all paid for, it doesn't cost the government anything for you to go to the doctor. You go to the doctor. The doctor looks at you and says, you're fucking fine. Get the hell out but of here. But are we worried about the doctor, like, uh, you know, having their time wasted and shit like that? Who gives a I fuck? Mean, They're government employees. But it's, that's not the expensive part. It's not expensive to go to the doctor. And the doctor looks in your throat and says, you got a fucking cold. Go. Get out of here. Right? But that, what I'm saying is that argument is also the easiest one to check off the fucking list. You know? Like what? I mean, like if you're worried about people like wasting your doctor's time and going to the doctor or going to the doctor over every little fucking thing, those things, you know, like those, those are easily, those, those are easily remedied. I, I just, I think it's a completely bullshit argument because people, mostly bullshit. People in fucking Canada do not go to the fucking doctor all the time. They go to the doctor when they're hurt or when they're sick and people in fucking every other country in the world because it would be a weird hobby it's it's a strange pastime there's better shit on no matter no matter what going to the doctor is not a not a great experience well and if you are like if you are that person then sooner or later the doctor's going to realize that you're not healthy mentally but here's the point then you've got mental health issues which would also which but let's say you got you got you know the this group of people that are going to the doctor all the time just wasting the fucking doctor's time. And then one time they go to the doctor and the doctor, they were complaining about this, like they have a pain in their side and the doctor looks at it and finds out that they have like a small tumor and they are able to take that tumor out and then that person's fine. But if they hadn't gone to the doctor, that tumor is going to turn into a big fucking cancerous thing that's going to cost gazillions of dollars. The point is, is going to the doctor all the time is how you fucking prevent major diseases and in america we don't go to the doctor unless we either go to the doctor for nothing or we go to the doctor or we don't go to the doctor until we fucking have to go to the doctor true true and i really want to get my buddy rob on here um rob lewis um yeah and and he can tell the woeful tale woeful tale of you know he had a fucking injured toe it was just a hurt toe and he held off on going to the doctor because he didn't want to go to the doctor over a fucking little tiny owie. And almost now ended that motherfucker up, has one leg. Well, he almost ended up losing his fucking leg. It was a crazy story. And going to, you know. And he died. <laughs> and now I only but can talk to him on Facebook. We can Facebook. only talk to him on Facebook. Okay, 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 okay. VA, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so Mike. Kennedy, I don't really know Mike, but he he was basically making the point that um uh um outcomes what that the outcomes in I, I said something to the extent of I don't understand how every other civilized country in the world ha- pays less in healthcare per GDP and yet has better outcomes. And he said, you know, that's kind of deceptive. America actually has better outcomes than we you would think and there's some reasons Does it though? cuz well, not according to the World Health Organization. So like he, we're ranked below a lot of countries. He he a lot of countries. Put a um uh a link to an article um by Forbes on there that I dove down. And uh, he's got a, a semi-valid point, but basically 
what it boils down to is there's some really good reasons why the U.S. has shittier outcomes than the rest of the world. And, but they're just excuses. We still have shittier outcomes than the rest of the world. Sure. Some of them aren't solvable by universal health care. Some of them definitely are. The biggest thing is, or one of the big things is that the U.S. is super, super big as compared to other countries. Canada's pretty close in size, but we have a lot, we have a bigger population, and it's hard to scale that kind of, uh, that kind of system. I feel like we're the greatest country in the world. We should be able to fucking figure it out. All right? Also, the U.S. Matt, is, what makes us the greatest country in the world? Well, we used to be. <laughs> U.S. has a, a, a lot of poor people in it. Um, 12.7% of the population lives in poverty, and that makes a huge difference. Right. Also, this one. <laughs> Some of those people because of medical bills. <laughs> See, like the thing is, is a lot of times it's the fucking cat eating its own tail. Um, our administrative costs are significantly higher than any other country. Well, it's because we don't have universal health care, dumb dumb. Um, and I'm not necessarily calling Mike dumb dumb. I, we, he had a pretty he he had some valid points. I just disagreed with him on some of them. But um, um, we in America get more expensive procedures done on the regular, right? Because we don't do routine maintenance. But that's the point. So like we get more knee replacements and knee, you know, surgeries than any other country in the world. But a lot of that is because we don't go to the doctor when we get our knee, when our knee is dinged up and then we don't go to the physical therapy and we don't do the things that, which basically in other countries if you don't like you got to do that shit before they're going to let you go get your knee replaced but in america they'll well, we can just we can just wait until the fucking Fuck knee's yeah. falling off and then go in and get it fixed we also do a shit pile of mris and a shit pile of cat scans the only country that does more uh, than us is uh, japan i believe um and the reason for that is because why do you have a good guess well based on my own experience um is, is it because they can milk your insurance for that <laughs> if that might actually be that might actually be why because i've um, had care that i was that i strongly suspect well actually i guess the doctor came out and told me um like i've i've had people i've had doctors like uh decline to take care of something um that they could have just taken care of on the spot um because they because the insurance company would get mad because that's a whole that, that would that would be the, you know because of shit like that well because the, the insurance company needs to fucking I, I think that that's part of it and but a big one is malpractice both, insurance both ways. so basically in America um, doctors are scared shitless that they're going to get sued for malpractice makes sense and it, and so they want to do everything to prove that they did what they thought. Was you know like so you get you come in you 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 know you got a concussion let's say you got you know I knocked you out man okay let's be realistic you hit your head on a on a pipe and uh, you might have been wielding the punch <laughs> I could have been but it wasn't a punch and I mean so it's been a couple of days you've been puking you got a badass concussion you go in and you got a concussion I mean it's pretty fucking clear you got a concussion doctor might do a CT scan to make sure that you don't have that you don't have a a, a brain you know tumor or whatever so that later if you did happen to get that brain tumor you wouldn't be able to do it well there's nothing inherently wrong with that other than the fact that it's ridiculously expensive and there is got to be a cost benefit ratio 
I get it that life is sacred. We just, I mean, if you have money, it's sacred. Um, but it's not priceless. You don't get to get, we, we got to fucking like become more realistic about healthcare in that respect. Good example. I remember I got chewed up by my dog one time, 20, when I was 20 years old and, um, I didn't have fucking insurance. I ended up going to the hospital. Well, I, ha- I did have insurance, but I had shitty insurance. Um, I ended up going to the hospital, getting stitches and shit. Um, and we had to put the dog down and because the dog got chewed up or chewed me up, they wanted to test the dog for rabies, right? It costs a thousand bucks to test the dog for rabies. Yeah. They have to cut its head off and send it to a fucking lab. Now, if the dog has rabies, I'm dead. Right, rabies is at this point. There has actually been a miracle cure that has happened in the last few years. But at that point, if the dog has rabies, I'm dead. If I don't get the treatment right away, like I got to get, the, I got to start the treatment right away. Okay, the treatment's really expensive too, thousands of dollars. Right, if the dog, if I send it off, that costs a thousand dollars, and the dog doesn't have rabies, I'm fine. Whatever. Right. Okay. So what were the fucking chances my dog had rabies? That's really what it boils down to. Right. And I was like. I'm good. If I got rabies, I'm going to die. I think I'm okay. You know? And so I didn't pay for it. I didn't get the fucking shots. I was like, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. There's a point where life I think those are, I think it's really miserable too to undergo that procedure. Right? Um, getting the rabies, tre- rabies treatment, especially if you didn't need it, is really expensive. Um, yeah. Getting rabies. No, I'm not saying getting rabies wouldn't have been, wouldn't, that would, I mean, it's a horrible, worst death ever. Could you have saved money by Cutting the dog's head off yourself and sending it in? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think that would have worked out in that relationship. Um, mean, another one of the things that they uh, everybody go ahead, you did you because I have you know you would a be lot of experience say, sending severed animal heads to you know like, I was you know to other locations put it, the putting them in people's beds you know these things happen taking it to the mattresses <laughs> another thing that gets a big knock on our healthcare system is that uh we have a really high infant mortality rate um and we do and what that boils down to is that we have a shit pile of really young very poor people that are getting that that have babies and that really really affects the infant mortality rate um that's not a problem that universal health care is necessarily going to solve um but it's but it, we we definitely have a, an epidemic in our country of poverty for sure. It's weird that that isn't a cause that uh, pro-lifers uh, have well, rallied around, right? Um, you know, uh, rather than forcing people that uh, cannot or do not wish to um, uh, bring babies into how, situations how, like that. I have uh, never heard. A somebody who is trying to like like save you know an unborn child, but it's like yeah, but and then that fifteen year old kid that you know whose you know daddy raped her now she's gonna have a baby uh and the and you know like and it dies as a as an infant um yeah but I mean she had the baby that's the important part right yeah we we, we imposed our will. Right. If, you know, I, I saw some meme the other day that if, uh, and it, I mean, it's pretty, it's almost cliche, but if uh, um, men could get pregnant 
you know, there'd be fucking uh, abortion clinics on every block, and and uh, you know, you, you you could get a you could get um, are you four eighty six and out of, out of out of a fucking dispenser out of the out of the men's room, <laughs> and you know, it's true, it's true. Uh, yeah. So basically, the U.S. is poor. That Pro sucks. Life. What a fucking misnomer. All right, I don't need to read all this. Oh, and then the other thing is we are fucking fat, right? Uh, uh, 36.5% of the U.S. population suffers from obesity, which sets us apart as much or as the most obese nation when compared to other countries, first world countries, we'll say. Um, And obesity leads to diabetes, um, which greatly affects health outcomes. So, yeah. There, you're right. There, there are some really good reasons that the U.S. has shitty um, health outcomes. But universal health care is not is going to help many of those that situation overall. And yeah. and, and and then the fact is is we need to we need to replace um, or uh, yeah, it's going to help a lot of those. And what was the other thing I was going to say? I don't remember. The other thing I forgot to mention in there is uh, that, that the uh, that the suicide rate is super high in the U.S. Um, again, we're we're only we're only lacking Japan, flagging Japan, fuckers, those guys. I think I think uh, Sweden or Gotta one be of those places than us too. Something. Yeah, yeah, they're just all into that sapuku. But uh, and the, one of the points that was made here is that like, well, universal healthcare is not going to do anything about the suicide rate. And I'm like, really? I mean, the fact is, is, you know, universal health care actually also is mental health care. And I know personally a fucking gazillion people that are not being treated for their mental health. And most of it is because they don't have insurance. Yeah. Um, If you know anyone with mental health issues, uh, ask them if they feel like they're receiving the best care that they could. Right. All right. Get back to me on that. (laughs) Right. So I believe that, yes, if we were able, if we did have uh, Medicare for all, there's a solid chance that we would be able to, uh, that we'd be able to, uh, you know, make a real dent in that, uh, in the, uh, in the um, uh, suicide rate. So, yeah, our, uh, you know, (laughs) our system is fine. Nobody fucking says that. Nobody, no real people say that. I mean, it's not fucking fine. It's very broken. Um, it's fucking god awful, really. Uh, you know, is it the worst ever? No. Oh, it's just, it, um, I mean, but it's it fucking is, way worse than what it should be for a country of our sta- it's not, standing. We country. don't have the we don't have the worst healthcare of all time. No, no. Um, but we we without a doubt have the worst national healthcare because the thing is, is if you are rich. We have fucking great health care. And this this is, comes up all the time and, and it's a super important point. People say all the time, but like look at the Mayo Clinic. People come from all over the world to go to the Mayo Clinic. Yes. Right? People that can afford to come from all over the world to and can afford that care. Yes. If you can afford it, it sure is. It's fucking wonderful. Right. And and our doctors get paid. A lot of money and we have some of the best fucking doctors in the world yes we absolutely do that's great that's great but we also have a huge portion of our population that can't access those doctors and that's the whole point is that like 
<clears throat> I get so angry. Okay, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go through a couple of charts and I'm gonna put these up on the screen for you guys. Um, so we can so we can kind of look at them together and then we're gonna take a quick break because I got I got a beer and then we're gonna jump back into some more shit. <laughs> okay, so this is a chart that uh, kind of compares the U.S. to other countries. All right, and so this is per capita health per capita healthcare spending in the U.S. is almost twice the average of other wealthy wealthy developed countries. So we spend ten thousand five hundred and eighty six dollars a year per person per capita in healthcare, and the average is five thousand two hundred and eighty seven dollars. Right, so. And you, you can you're going to see on this chart the 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 closest country to us is Switzerland, right? And we still spend about thirty percent more than they do. And Switzerland has fucking amazing healthcare, right? They have like the best healthcare, some of the best healthcare outcomes in the world. Um, and uh, you know, and th- and they're still spending less than us. So here's the fucking point: we already spend almost 11 grand per person in this nation for healthcare. How can we not afford healthcare? We can clearly. Okay. I mean, it's and then, fucking ridiculous to us. I mean, what the fuck? But like, taxes are going to go up, right? Taxes are going to fucking double if we have healthcare, right? Double. Right. Um, wait a second. Canada has national healthcare. Canada doesn't actually pay more in taxes than we do. So what? Are you fucking telling me that Canada is better than America? Is that what it is? Are they better? Because it's not. Why are we are we so fucking stupid that we can't do something that every other fucking advantage? Uh, country in the world is able well, to do well when i want to know like who the people are that are still dragging their feet because if you look um you know like a lot of republicans are getting on board with the idea of because it's a fucking, fucking fiscally conservative absolutely thing to do if you are a so fiscal conservative fuck still dragging their feet on this why wouldn't you want people that to- are people that fucking like Click, or people that read too much, too many clickbait headlines from fucking shitty, fucking like scare tactic bullshit, fucking organizations and stuff. Uh, it's yeah, and um, yeah. All right, P. We're gonna go P. <laughs> I gotta calm the fuck down. All right, we'll be right back. We're gonna go check each other's prostates. Welcome back to Spitballing, everybody. I'm Matt Taylor. Here's my good buddy. Kyle Amundsen. Okay. I took a couple deep breaths. I'm feeling better. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling like I should have mentioned Altered Carbon last week. <laughs> uh, by the time you see this, Altered Carbon will have been out for a couple of days. Season two of Altered Carbon will have been out for a couple of days. Uh, if you haven't seen the first season, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and go check out the second season. Yeah. It's dope. Yeah. Who's the new actor in it? Oh shit! I don't have his name. Okay, oh wait, sorry, I sorry. do have his name. Right now. Um, uh, maybe I don't. That doesn't matter. But um, like the guy uh, that played the uh, the guy that plays the Falcon um, in the Avengers movies, um, he is the new main character in. Uh, it's the same character 
just different different sleeve yeah, it just looks like yeah if you, if you haven't seen the first season uh, you really really do need to check it out but it's uh it's a it's a really cool premise um to uh to kind of a near dystopian future and uh um yeah it's cool i really enjoyed it um and i loved the books and i i think uh i i'm really looking forward to the new season Don't i gotta find some more time i gotta i gotta get i gotta get hurt again so i can sit in bed and and uh and, and do some stuff. I um, will tell everybody at jujitsu. Oh yeah, fucking thanks. We'll green light you. <laughs> so yeah, so we can talk more about shows. So uh, switching gears just a little bit here. Um, it's kind of in the same vein, but I thought it was really funny. Um, there was this uh, um, Abby gets posted uh, a post um, about an, a Reddit. Um, uh, what do they call it? Stream Reddit. I don't know Reddit stream. Um, this, so basically this Reddit user, and do you, I don't even really know what Reddit, I don't know about Reddit. Yeah, I don't know about that shit. We're right. old. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like an internet-y thing. Um, but there's a shit pile of people on there and they can comment and whatever. So, <laughs> okay. We really don't know what Reddit is, but um, we'll get Sam Gibbons back on so he can explain Reddit to us. But anyway, somebody tubes and- asked Europeans to list problems that were too American for them to understand. And the article apparently blew up. It had um, over 64,000 upvotes and uh, 575,000 comments. And these were some of the comments that these, that these Europeans made about like what they couldn't understand about America. And I fucking could just couldn't stop laughing. And I, I just took, I just took a couple of the best ones. Well, there's quite a few of them here, but so, um, why does the guy with the most votes not just win the election? That was one thing they couldn't understand. It's a good point. Good point. Do we know? Um, yeah, uh, because apparently that would disenfranchise the fucking... And we live in one of those states, you know, like all the flyover states and shit. Like, they're afraid that we would be like treated like serfs or whatever, like in the Midwest or whatever, because nobody lives here. Right. The, um, and and there is some truth to that. If if we didn't have an electoral college, New York and California would pretty much decide who the president was every year. Yeah, we'd um, actually have democracy. Well, we don't. We are a republic. People but, are anti-democracy and pro-republic. So, but I don't necessarily disagree with the electoral college. But I can see how it would be very difficult for for Europeans to understand. Um, but Europeans, most of them live in much smaller countries than ours. Yes. Um, another one is um. You guys eat like you got free health care. <laughs> that is true. Guilty. That is true. Um, why is tipping considered to be part of someone's paycheck? That is a good one. Because like I'm, I'm we're sure one of the only countries. Well, why why is tipping? Because in in most European countries, like like they don't tipping isn't like a thing. You know, or isn't a big thing like it is here, but in like if you're if you're a wait waiter, um, yeah, they like, figure that shit into your salary. You, you, yeah, you have to pay wage. taxes on that tip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why the big amount of flat Earth and anti-vax people? Is your education system not doing well? Well, yeah, <laughs> duh. <laughs> It is funny though how we have uh, we do have we have a 
a goodly chunk of whack jobs in this country. Yeah. And the, and the internet, like, oh, you've got all the information, like, uh, in the world at your fingertips now. Oh, now you're all going to be so smart. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking, you can't make me smart. I got conspiracy theories now. Fuck you. The 21 drinking age, like, what? You can vote, you can join the army, get married, have children, and drive, but you're too immature to drink? That's a good question. Yeah. You're right. Uh, in fact, with uh, my job, I think the drinking age should be 30. <laughs> <laughs> so you have $4.50 in your pocket. The fancy drink is advertised at three ninety nine. Do you have enough money to buy it? Nope. Don't know. <laughs> that was his answer. Don't know. <clears throat> okay, this one is funny. Or I liked it. The American dream. Basically, every other developed country in the world is living the American dream, while Americans really just think they are. But if you describe the way your country worked to someone, it sounds like you're describing a third world country. <laughs> It's an interesting point. Interesting point. Yeah, we're going to skip second world and fucking plummet right to third world. Uh, you know, we do have a lot in common with third world countries, depending on where, what neighborhood you're in. Um, this one's interesting. Uh, there are a lot of double standards. Like, uh, you guys are very prudish, yet you seem to have the largest porn industry in the world. You're welcome. You're also uh, very uh, religious, yet you uh disregard christian values absolutely yeah we're proud of that we're american paying for an ambulance seriously like what the fuck (laughs) we don't have an answer for that kind of adds insult to injury using the metric system counting in football fields and moon landings instead i just don't get it (laughs) i like that just got a couple more here um Okay, this one's a little bit long, but I thought it was good. Uh, While watching, so we know this guy's a Brit. While watching Chelsea versus Manchester United yesterday on NBCSN, during halftime, there was a good RX commercial where the guy is asking the woman if she would like to fill her prescription. He pulled out his phone and showed her that the same pill can cost from $10 to $90, depending on the area. And that good RX can help her find the prescription with the cheapest price. Now, could someone please explain to me how in the ever-loving fuck it is possible for a drug to cost 10 times more depending on your location? I don't, don't they have consistent pricing just like the rest of the civilized world? No. No, we don't. Not a fucking chance. It's fucking crazy, though. Being scared of police. The other rest of the country, the rest of the world's not afraid of police? You know, I'm sure they are in some places, but those are places that we look at as like scary third world shitholes. Yeah. We're talking about European countries. Um, one oh, of the big things yeah. is, yeah, because this was exclusive for you. Um, m- most, most European countries, um, police don't carry guns. And not that they don't have guns, but they don't carry guns. And then, you know, usually if you have to, if you're calling in the gun people, then shit's going down. But also, the citizens don't have guns like we do either. So, uh, Many people do not vote because they cannot get time off of work. That's weird. 
even though that is protected by like voting is protected by law like yeah I, mean, I don't think that's as true as like people think that it is many people just don't vote because yeah. they don't care or they don't <clears throat> think it matters or they uh d- they 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 have to choose between dumb and dumber you know and like what does it matter i mean i've been victim of that i have i have i have cast the non vote in the past oh yeah oh man remember when i said that to abby and she felt fucking she was like what what um <laughs> why people censor swears that are totally obvious that made me laugh because my fucking brother did it what the effing i'm like <laughs> what do you mean you only speak american i thought they were great pretty funny um okay something else that came up recently and uh i do not understand this um but our uh, our good buddy mike starry has been uh just constantly talking about this fucking thing that's happening uh where crowing county is going to become or want, they want crowing county to become sanctuary a second amendment sanctuary what does that mean that's what i wanted to know i was like okay okay what does that mean <laughs> right like what is a second amendment san- a sanctuary so basically i did a little research on this um and there's this guy. Does that mean cousin fuckers can run around and carrying their fucking shit in public and scaring? No, because that's people? actually what they can do right now. Yeah, I mean it's up to the business and shit. Like I've had like that's, that's at, at at work. I've had uh, like I've had to argue that like I'm afraid the owner does not like you know <clears throat> your tra- like and I've had, and I've actually used this in the conversation with this kid who was a nice kid. I've talked to him later and he came around, but at the time. He was mad because his Second Amendment rights were being infringed upon. And I'm like, I represent the owner of this property. Your Second Amendment rights do not trump the fucking right, the rights of the owner. Doesn't it it suck that Trump has wrecked the word Trump? He's wrecked a lot of shit. But just, it just sucks. So so when I heard that, that's kind of what I thought. I thought, oh, well, what does that mean? is it going to, are we going to, it's going to be like a super second amendment or you can just like, what, like you can like, okay, now you can carry a gun in a courtroom or like, what, do you, what does it mean? So I did a little research on it and, um, what's this guy's name? Hen, Hen, Henselman? I don't even have my glasses on. Okay. Well, it's fucking huge. You can't see that from there. Henselman, I think. Uh, I don't know. Looks Jewish. Republican John Henselman, uh, from Niswa is sent a letter to the, uh, to the, to uh, um, Crowing County Board trying to get them to become a Second Amendment sanctuary. Um, And basically what that means is that they are going to um, reaffirm the Second Amendment. Cool. Right. Pointless. Pointless. But cool. Sure. Right. There's like we already have a thing it's weird i know it's like redoing your wedding vows (laughs) i guess i guess but to me it's like we have something already that protects our right to bear arms it's called the second amendment 
Yeah. It was written in this weird document called the Constitution. So what the fuck does Crowing County or need to, to What do, why does Crowing County need to say like we are we are second amendment supporters? Now, if that's all they're doing, okay, that's fine. But they're doing it in response to two bills that are being put forward in um let me see here. Um, two two bills, yeah. Um, uh, uh, two laws that the House DFLers put forth um, that would require background checks for firearms transferred, um, for firearm transfers, and the second one would be um, it would enable family members and law enforcement to petition the court to prohibit individuals from possessing firearms if they pose a significant danger to themselves or others by possessing a firearm. Yeah, those sound like horrible ideas and infringements on my rights. What? So, like... (coughs) Does anybody really think that we shouldn't do a background check? Absolutely. I've been seeing this on Facebook. Um, So, people do not see these as reasonable measures. Now, I think we're going to need to first come to an agreement on what the word reasonable means. (laughs) These are very reasonable things. Right. These are very reasonable things. No serious person is going to be like, no, those are fucking unreasonable. How the the fuck are they not reasonable? Right. I mean. Like, you, like, I don't. I mean, yeah. Like, well, I was, you know, I started, like, um, while you're reading that, I'm like. Okay, I need to go pick up this and this and this before this goes through. <laughs> but you know, whatever, who cares? I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm not against it still. Yeah, <laughs> these are reasonable. Like I said, over and over again, we've said in this program that we are both pro Second Amendment. We're both pro gun. We're both pro permit to carry. But I'm not pro um, people who have committed violent crimes having guns. I'm not pro yeah. uh, people who have, um, you know, there, there are reasons that they shouldn't have guns. Doing a background check is, a, is pretty much a no-brainer. For sure. And it's pretty much the way it is right now. The only thing that this is changing, I believe, it didn't really say, um, but it's, it's for... Um, Closing uh, the gun hole or the, the gun Yeah, shield it's for transfers. Yeah. So that's like the at the thing. Well... <sighs> Why wouldn't you want that hole closed? Only the only person. So, so Mike, who I who I really like, I and you know it seems reasonable. I think maybe he's losing his shit. I don't know, dude. But he is like, um, he's a responsible gun owner. Like you know, he got a background check when he got his guns, right? I'm assuming um, that that's good. People who are responsible gun owners should want unresponsible gun owners to be to not be able to have guns because that's the danger One would think, to the Second Amendment. But, you know, like there's that school of thought, murky and ass backwards as it is, um, the, back to that slippery slope thing. 
Well, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. You know, that's not how fucking shit necessarily works. I mean, if you wanted to fucking think like that, we can't fucking ever make any laws. But the thing that I think is that I think the dangerous thing is letting people who who shouldn't have guns have guns. That's the thing that's going to fuck up yeah, the Second one Amendment. Would think, one would think uh, any responsible person would be against someone who has already proven that they should not have a firearm you know <laughs> i don't get it but then no, this one it. okay so that one all right the background check simply so maybe i think it's fucking dumb but maybe but this one family members and law enforcement can petition the court to prohibit individuals from possessing a firearm if they pose a significant danger to themselves or to others by possessing a firearm why in the holy fuck would you not want that to be a thing. Oh, why wouldn't you want to be able to go to a court and say, like, dude, I fucking think Joe is going to go and shoot up the um, the post office again? I would. Uh, I, I don't think he should have a firearm. And if you can prove that case to a judge, why would you not want that to be a thing? I don't get it. Because you like true crime stories on TV and shit, and you're afraid that that shit's going to go downhill? Like, you're going to have less weird murders to watch on TV? I don't know. I Like, I, I, it's really pissing me off. Okay. He says this fucking Republican um, henseman says, okay, I've obviously had a lot of interactions with people in this county. Hazel says, and I also can see there have been some polling on the issue as well. So it's pretty, so it's pretty, pretty dangerous too. I mean, he did say print twice. If you're in Crow Wing County, or if you're in a county like Crow Wing, you're certainly taking a chance if the public view is an anti-Second Amendment vote. If the public views it as an anti-Second Amendment vote. If they, the commissioners, were to vote against this ordinance, the public would very easily interpret it that way. So he's basically like threatening the county board saying, if you vote against this effort, people are going to see you as anti-Second Amendment, which is not the case at all. And you're going to, they're going to, we're going to, you know, the citizens are going to vote you out of office. Because... Crowing County is a very pro Second Amendment place. Sure, we're a rural. Everybody hunts. It's a it's a no brainer. <laughs> there's not there's no entity in the world that thinks they're going to come and take our fucking guns away because Jesus fucking Christ, nobody wants a goddamn war. Um, and uh, then I thought this guy in Rozo Rozo County Rosa County, um, a commissioner down there. Um, he said that the resolution would pit counties against the state and federal law. And then he also said that he considers the Second Amendment sanctuary to be redundant and unnecessary as, hmm. as explicit protections for gun rights are already enshrined in the U.S. Constitution. It's a it's it's kind of a non-starter, but I was just like God, and people are all up in arms about it, and it's easy to get you know excited about the Second Amendment. People get all fucking. It's like one of those. It's one of those fucking hot button issues. Just it's like, and and 
it's another one of those things where it like pisses me off when fucking liberals are being stupid, right? Like if they're, it, 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 you know, if the gen, the gender studies thing. Um, but it also pisses me off because I am pro Second Amendment, and it pisses me off when pro Second Amendment people get well who. And I think there's a lot. Of, I think that uh, a lot of. Uh, I think that a lot of, well, we we used to call low information voters, um, <clears throat> you know, cousin fuckers. Um, I think they've been whipped into a fucking frenzy over the whole, you know, debate, um, and just refuse to be reasonable now. Um, won't consider any reasonable options. And wouldn't even consider this fucking reasonable, you know, like the, the, uh, so it's that extremist point of view, you know, like, you know, people are, you know, like there's a lot of, um, I mean, you know, like we, we, we talk a lot, like when we talk about the, uh, um, um, we talk a lot about left extremism, right? Um, but this is definitely extremism on the right. The whole fucking like, no, I refuse to, you know, <laughs> I don't want my crazy neighbor that beats his wife and threatened his, threatens everyone with a gun or with a gun. Like, I don't want his rights to be infringed on, you know? Yeah. I, I just don't get it. It's fucking stupid. You know, like I really feel like reasonable, responsible gun owners should be very, you know, for those kind of laws that like make it easier for people who are reasonable, responsible gun owners to continue to have guns. Yes. You know, back in the day, the NRA used to be, you know, like pro all of this shit. And then it changed. Especially when they were talking about the black, black people having guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked mm-hmm. about that a little bit before, but yeah. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was the one who first who first started doing gun control regis- legislation. Yeah. You know, people who don't think about he has that an well. interesting he had an interesting history on gun control. You know, yeah. and people still put him up there. Like they'll, they'll post shit that he said before getting shot. Um, you know, like uh, about about guns and stuff. You know, like he's like he's some goddamn NRA icon, and totally ignore what happened after he got well, shot. Well, and. Before, so when he was a in yeah. he, when he was the governor of California, he was very pro gun control, and because they were trying to control the fucking Black Panthers, and then he, he, to become the Republican president, and then he after he got shot, he he you know the Brady Bill was um you know done during that time. That was the that was one of the mo- mo- one of the Brady, most yeah. um, restrictive gun control policies we've ever really been able to pass, and it wasn't even very restrictive. I mean, it was just. You couldn't have sixty round clips and shit. I mean, it was yeah know, pretty relatively, um, you know, whatever. And it had a sunset clause. And he so. was, you know, and Ronald Reagan was anti assault rifle. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Oh, what else? What you else? Got? I got a lot of shit. I don't know how much more <laughs> I want to go through though. Um, well, I've, what time see, is I've it? I've got some stuff too, and I figured it's five. Okay, um, we're, we're okay. Um, I, I am gonna. Uh, post uh when i post when we do this show i'm gonna post all of my all of my research materials for you guys so if anybody wants to dive down that hole you sure can um 
so I don't have to read you all the the news week. There was there was one. Oh, but they'll be st- you know, I mean, I'm sure people will want to do their own research, you know, so that they can I know. cite like uh, news sources like News Punch and shit like that. So I'm, I'm a, I, I got some. Just this is this is the last one I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, sure. Um, CNBC did a did a uh, article about uh, about Medicare for all that I thought was pretty pretty interesting. Um, and I'm just going some of the highlights on here. Seventy uh, percent of Americans now support Medicare for all. Um, and uh, here here's how a, a single payer health system works for you. But that's a pretty important point that at this point, seventy percent of Americans are pro Medicare for all. Yeah, you don't really. I mean, even just in regular. I mean, you don't find a lot of people that are anti. Eighty-five percent of Democrats and fifty-two percent of Republicans are saying now that they are are, are pro. Yep. Um, it's been a big shift. Seventy-one percent of the respondents of this poll said that um, our current healthcare system was in a state of crisis or has major problems. I mean, that's that's a lot, man. Um, the average annual deductible. Uh, for employer-sponsored health care plans, which is the most common health care plan in the United States, is $1,505. That's annual. Yeah, average annual. So uh, $1,500 compared to $302,006. Um, last year, workers paid on average of $5,714 toward the cost to cover um, by way of monthly premiums, which is huge um this is an important point americans forego treatment because of the cost because the cost more often oh wait americans forego treatment because of the cost more often than residents in 11 other high-income countries according to the report published in the journal of american medical association who hasn't right and i mean like yeah i mean i remember um and i also should say that I feel like I am definitely coming from a place of privilege in this because I have great fucking health insurance. I have great insurance too, and I still will forego like I you know treatment, but because of know, because, because of cost. Of cost. Yeah. yeah, I am lucky. I am so lucky that I am just poor enough to qualify for Minnesota Care, and Minnesota Care is a really if you want to look at a model of a really great um, municipal health care system. Minnesota care pretty much like is is the gold standard and but I believe it could be scaled up just that way but the Medicare for all that uh, that Bernie Sanders is putting forward is is even better insurance than Minnesota care I have very limited dental um, I have co-pays um, I don't have a deductible um, but um, and, and, and I have a, a premium I pay $80 a month um, I'm sorry you know, I know that's nothing. I know some of you people out there are paying. I mean, my 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 boss was telling me what she pays, and you know, it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. Um, incremental care, uh, regular ongoing care, as opposed to heroic or emergency care, um, is the greatest source of value in modern medicine. So, like. That's so. What they're basically saying is what we were talking about before: is that like um, incremental care or getting your oil changed is so much cheaper than heroic or emergency care. So if you hold off on 
you know, like, oh, you got the chest pains. Maybe I should go in. No, fuck it. I'm hold off. Oh, now I'm having a heart attack. A heart attack's going to cost you a gazillion dollars, right? But having, you know, going in for regular stuff. I wanted to make a quick point. Um, so, you know, um, you and I are both, uh, you know, in favor of, um, you know, that, like that, like Medicare for all. Yeah. Um, and you and I are both pretty, you know, you and I both have, we're both insured. Right. Um, so basically I just wanted to touch on something that I see a lot. Um, you see a lot of this, uh, well, lazy liberals just want everything for free, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, no, this is not a selfish thing. This is not something that we just want for ourselves and shit. You know, like this is something that we mostly want for other people. Um, the reason that you can't wrap your mind around that is because you're a fucking piece of shit, uh, and can fucking kiss my ass. Um, and, uh, yeah. So like, this is just cause we want to live in a fucking better, more civilized society, um, where people don't fucking die from preventable, you know, illnesses, uh, from, you know, preventable conditions. Um, you know, that, well, would have been preventable had they had access to healthcare. Um, this is just a fuck. Another thing, you know. Once again, the word "reasonable" comes up, um, but people are like, people just think that we want free shit. Yeah. Um, no, liberals just want to, you know, want 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 a better fucking place for their kids, your kids, fucking us, like our uh, the, uh, the elderly. Fucking, I mean, you know. So but sorry that you can't fucking fathom that. The thing that drives me crazy about the whole deal is that it's it's we're. Right now, we don't have, we're already paying for health insurance. Everybody, you know, like, 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 and there's a whole bunch of people in the United States who don't have it. Now, if Newsweek, and this was uh, Yale University, so who did this study? Yale University, University of Florida, and the University of Maryland found that a single-payer sy- uh, system would, could annually save 400 and $50 billion each year, okay? The average American family would see $2,400 in annual savings. Okay, now they might not be 100% correct because there's some other people that, that think it's going to be different, right? And there are some that think it's going to be more expensive and most studies have showed it to be about that it's going to like well, equal out. And, I mean... This is like if it works out without getting butt fucked to death by fucking, you know, by, by you know, Republicans in the Senate. And well, stuff. see, that's the thing is um, that you have in order for this to work, it has to work. You in order for this to work, it yeah, has to be all, a, it has to be a full you can't meal get deal. Get all bastardized like Obamacare did, right? Because the thing is, is that like uh, what's the other fuck fucking Bloomberg or who, who who's the moderate Mike Bloomberg is it Bloomberg or I can't remember who wants to do the Medicare for 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 those who want it oh you're talking about Mayor Pete I think sure yeah. so like that sounds good right like well if you want it then you can have it but if you don't want it then you don't have to have it but it won't work not gonna work like that. it doesn't work that would cost in this study i can't remember exactly where it is but that's like 150 um billion dollars a year it would increase right so but let's just pretend that the people at yale university and the university of florida and the university of maryland are not stupid and they act are right and their numbers are correct 
And I'm going to guess they're probably pretty smart, right? So It's fucking Yale. They know? put it out there, <laughs> right? And they say this is going to happen. Plus, we're also, you know, as a benefit, we're going to say $450 million, billion dollars a year. And, you know, we're also going to gonna save six, 6,800,000 unnecessary deaths every year. So it's kind of like a pro, too. It's right? socialism. It's socialism. And Shut it's up, stupid. fiscally conservative. That's the point. It's fiscally conservative. If you can pool your money together and you can have and you can save four hundred and fifty billion dollars a year and as a as a unintended consequence save six sixty eight you know thousand people's lives um that's a fiscally conservative thing to do so there's just no fucking argument now maybe their numbers aren't correct maybe it's only going to be a wash fuck we didn't save that four hundred fifty billion dollars it's zero we saved zero I mean, we still get to save the fucking 6,800,000 people, you know, it worth it. I don't know. Yeah. So. Up in the air on that. Um, I thought this was really interesting. In a recent um, incident reported by NPR News, and I hadn't heard it, about it on NPR, um, that since gone viral on social media, uh, Drew Carver, a 44-year-old teacher, um in Austin, Texas, had a heart attack. He was rushed to an out-of-network hospital and had to get a stent implanted. A network is a list of hospitals, doctors, and other medical providers who are covered by the person's health plan. Out-of-network providers are either not covered at all or covered at a much lower rate, leaving the patient responsible for much of all of the resulting bill. Almost 18% of hospital admissions end up being out-of-network claims, often because someone goes to an out-of-network hospital but ends up, or someone goes to an in-network hospital but ends up getting care from an out-of-network physician. Doctor, yeah. Among Among those who can't afford to the ensuing cost, most say they didn't realize that they were receiving care outside of their insurance network okay so kelver what a fucking home. thing to have to worry about when yeah you're fucking when oh, you're having a heart attack wait could you get me to my in service uh, so after four days calculator calculator <laughs> um though he asked from the hospital bed and was assured that his insurance would be accepted his portion of the bill came to a hundred and ten thousand dollars that was nearly price twice his annual pay. Yeah, pretty fucking awesome. So I don't the the, the main po- takeaway from this is that we currently don't Fuck have that bum. We, he should pull himself up by the bootstraps, bootstraps. And pay that fucking hundred and ten thousand dollars. We obviously cur- currently don't have a problem shit. with our with our healthcare system. It, it works great. It's Fantastic. perfect in every way. Perfect. So there's really no point in not doing it. Yeah. What's the what's all the complaining about? Yeah, I am just. I'm just disgusted. And the farther I've went down this hole, the more disgusted I've become. And one of the things, and I don't know that we even talked about it yet, is the fact that it's illegal or or that the um, um, any government, um, any public health care system like Medicare, Medicaid, Minnesota care, they 
are required by federal law to pay full price for prescription drugs that the prescription drug companies are set themselves. It, that is the stupidest fucking law I've ever heard of in my, my entire life. It's slightly stupider than um, becoming a Second Amendment sanctuary. Uh, the people county. making money off this system, off this fucked, tremendously fucked up system, I mean, those are the only ones that have a legitimate fucking beef against... Uh, it's f- the, like The only people who could possibly not want this, in my opinion, if they're looking at it logically are people who are making money the off bad of guys. the system. The bad guys. And yeah, and that's it. And really that's that's like insurance companies and um, pharmaceutical companies. Because it's not even fucking hospitals and doctors. Because hospitals and doctors, uh, little private practice hospital or doctor's office, um, they would be able to save a fucking shit pile of money not having to have a fucking full-time crew just to to handle billing man i go to a uh a place for um like chiropractic and other you know like um you know massage and shit like that and um some of it's covered by my by my insurance and i have copay and everything like that um but i was like looking at their cash um discount program (laughs) it's fucking ridiculous like how much less it is if i don't if they if i if i don't make them bill the insurance <laughs> and the reason for that is is because then they don't have to pay and they i don't know how their operation works but i'm assuming they don't do that in house they send it to a company who works on billing the insurance companies it's a incredibly complicated process and it's just it's just ridiculous we need to fix this there's the will to fix it 70% of the country wants us to fix it. Um, and uh, and there's really just no excuse. So, oh, one last thing. I'm sick and tired of people saying that Bernie Sanders is not electable. He's very electable. The motherfucker, like, won all three of the, of the early voting states. Yeah, I think, I think that whole not electable thing... Um, is just trying to fucking get people to stay home and not fucking vote because you know there was a, like there was a point at which I was like we're gonna get fucking four more years of dipshit you know the cousin fuckers have got us by the balls you know like right. the fucking well we're, we are we hundred percent gonna get four more years of them if if uh, fucking um, you know <laughs> Joe Biden which I think is impossible now it's impossible like he he's gone he's 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 so fucking dumb it just can't happen or like or the other one everybody's turning to bloomberg it could happen if he was if he was a republican oh yeah that's fine <laughs> but i mean it, but i feel like if if it, if it ends up being um biden or bloomberg or whatever like yeah everybody's gonna fucking stay home but i fucking feel like bernie is electable and then and the one thing that everybody keeps saying is like, you can't, like, we're never going to be able to have a socialist president. He's not a motherfucking socialist. He's a social democrat. It's a completely different thing. You're, you're taking a word that is not the word you think it is. Inconceivable. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Okay. He is not yes. a socialist. He's a social democrat. It's a completely different thing. And... You know, don't be so afraid. Don't be such a fuck. Don't be such pussies, you know? I mean, we can try some shit 
that might work, should work, will probably work, works for everyone else. You know, like what the fuck is everybody like? Like it would, like it could not possibly be undone. How could we go back? How could we fix it? How could we make it work? If Bernie gets elected, then fucking that's it. It's over. Game over, man. <laughs> fucking don't be such a pussy. <laughs> God damn, conservatism, uh, like by its nature, is cowardly. Um, but uh, I think this is conservative. You know, a conservative measure. You know, is uh, I it's, mean, like being fiscal conservative, or like being this is a fiscally conservative measure. It is. It's a fiscally conservative you know, measure. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense financially. And if it and make, I have no problem with conservatism, I have no problem with fiscal conservatism. I well, no, I shouldn't say I have no problem with conservatism. I have some problems uh, with have social some conservatism, problems with, yes, yeah, especially like right. To, uh, choice stuff, but yeah, gay marriage stuff. You know, like uh, it fucking that's where the bigots hide out, <laughs> right? You know, but let's face it. But so, but fiscally conservative, I think is is fiscally responsible, and this is a fiscally responsible thing to do. Yes, and if you don't think that our country as well can as do socially it, responsible, then you have to be. Then you have. Then you're pretty much saying that we are inferior inferior to every other civilized nation. Because pretty much every other civilized nation has better fucking health care than we have, and they pay less for it. That is inconceivable. Why would, why would anyone, like, why, why would we want the like, people that don't have insurance to be taken care of? Why would we want the poor to be taken care of and stuff? You know, what would Jesus do, motherfucker? Are you kidding me? You know, like, y'all need some Star Trek. He'd vote for Trump. <laughs> yes. Jesus for Trump. God, I just... Oh, my God. Okay. Thanks for letting me screech at you for uh, for a couple of hours. I, I just... Like I said, I just I just got a fucking fire lit under my ass le- over that Facebook post. I hope this one I'm was... You know, we, we, you know, we don't spend all that much... We usually don't spend this much time on political issues and stuff, um, but this is bigger than a political issue. And, yeah, to you me know, it seems... And every once in a while we're going to do shit like this, and you know yeah. why? Because we fucking want to. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's more spitball. Um, and, yeah, if you turned it off two hours ago, I don't know why we're still yeah, talking to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do we have on the burner? I forgot. What, what do we have coming I up? I forgot what, what the calendar looks like, but I mean, we got. there's a couple people that I really need to talk to very soon. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, uh, in I don't know six weeks, two months, something like that. Uh, um, I want to have uh, uh, Clinton Struthers on. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. And uh, um, and you know, talk about uh, yeah, we'll talk about a couple of things. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, fatherhood. Uh, um, you know, growing up uh, black in a small podunk town and shit. Um, things like that. Um, I also need to. Uh, there's some people like uh, Joe Rodinovich. I need to get a hold of him. Yeah, man. I would. Um, that would, you would be interesting to stuff. have on. Um, there's just a lot of people that we've that we need to get on the calendar. Um, and I just need to stop being a fucking piece of shit and get that shit sewed up. Okay. Well, that will be awesome. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, guys. I, we really appreciate it. Thanks again for letting us uh, letting us yell at you. Um, I know I was a little on fire today, so. I apologize. It was awesome. (laughs) All right. We will see you guys next week. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Uh, Sorry if that one uh, got a little uh, ranty, but uh, I don't know. I just had to get that shit off my chest. Anyway, 
uh, taking you out today, I'm going to play a song off of uh, Drew Peterson's new album. Uh, it's called Duck. And this one is the solo that he released on his website. And you can pick it up for uh, just uh, a buck at drewpetersonmusic.com. And don't forget, Drew is going to be at the Roundhouse Brewery on uh, Friday, March 6th. I'm going to be there, and I hope you will too. So again, this is the song Duck by Drew Peterson on his new album. Check it out, drewpeterson.com. We'll see you guys next week. I was born under a table the Denny's on Grand To a waitress named Mabel and a fry cook named Stan I still see my mother when I look at my hands Be that way till the day that I die My best friend was named Phil a local preacher kid You wouldn't have known him From the evil he did His dad would grab his belt We'd just run laughing in We ran till we thought we would die We grabbed an old pocket knife Mixed the blood Turns with the blade, cutting ourselves with it. I still see that scar, a look in his eye. I'll be there until the day that I die. Table.
Danny's on brand To waitress named Mabel And a fry cook named Stan I still see my mother I look at my hands Be that way till the day that I die Be that way till the day that I die Be that way 